G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Turning our attention with a special guest who leads Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs, empowering Christian women for business and learning to pursue their dreams. Fidelis Cruz leads Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs. She says her organisation is our sisterhood community for vision builders, boundary breakers and passion igniters called and anointed to shine in their uniqueness. She is a certified life coach and was the winner of the 2018-19 Internationals Coach of the Year Award and her organization's been running since 2016. There are thousands who are connected around the world. Fidelis, a special welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. I'm so blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Hey, Fidelis, um, Matthew 5, 16, um, all about shining bright for Jesus. This is one of your favorite go-to scriptures. I think it's all over the front page of your website. Uh, Give us some insight here into the thought that women need to be shining bright. That's right. You know what? This is really the heart of our community, shining bright for Jesus. We really are focused on loving God and serving people through our business platforms and cultivating courageous faith in all that we do. And so I really just want to encourage everyone in our community to shine bright for Jesus. And I love that Matthew 16 talks about that we are the light of the world. And in that we don't shy away from showing up and shining brightly. You know, it says that we're not to be hidden, we're to be shown and um, propped up and shown for everyone to see. So that is the heart of our community. Okay, you've obviously got your own story to tell, uh, being in business and what motivates you to then become something of a a catalyst for making things happen and encouraging other women here. Uh, Take us into your story. Yeah, so back in 2015 was a time when I actually launched my own business and during that time I found that it could be such a lonely place. There were no, uh, I guess I I joined a lot of networking events and a lot of communities as well during that time. Um, Those who are, you know, have have the same passion for business, but there was always a missing link. I always wanted to find friends and a community that um, share the same love for Jesus. And I find that, you know, during that time, it was just so hard to find to find a community like that. So, you know, after praying and asking God and searching, you know, God spoke to me and said, why don't you start that community? And there you go. So 2016, we launched uh, Kingdom Woman Entrepreneurs and found that there were so many women all around the world actually looking for such a community. So um, now we're growing and it's just amazing to see. 
Did that surprise you that when you went live and said, hey, let's start a network, um, that there were such a huge response, thousands of women around the world? And we're not just talking here in Australia. Uh, we're talking uh, overseas, and, and uh, we might talk about your nationality as well. But, uh, yes. but you know, did, was it a surprise that there was a lot of women who actually wanted something that had this spiritual values, belief uh, central core to our understanding of why you're in business. Yes, well, for me, I was um, from from I guess coming from a place of look, I just need a community. Firstly, to talk about uh, business and things like that, but then um, yeah, finding that there's others who have the love for Christ, but also wanting to serve within um, their business and the career, and it was just like. Wow, it was a surprise because people just started to join the community um, and we had a lot of meetups, uh, in-person meetups during the time, you know, before COVID, we were able to meet up and it was just beautiful seeing women gather together and yeah, was they just hungry for that and they were always saying, you know, thank you so much for having something like this because I myself was also looking for something like this as well. And the thought of learning to pursue your dreams, uh, because this is what you were doing, and uh, I don't know at the time, uh, 2015, whether you were married or single, uh, we can talk about that sort of thing, but <laughs> learning to pursue your dreams, uh, sometimes you've got to get a start on the pursuit of your dream before all sorts of other things in life come in and sort of, you know, uh, douse the fire of your dreams. Uh, what sort of things do you talk about when you're discussing these things with women about pursuing dreams. Yeah, that's right. Look, as a business coach, I just, um, I really encourage my clients, I encourage our community to really go back to God. There's a lot of business ideas out, out there, a lot of business strategies out there, right? We, um, I feel like we're in a, a culture where we all want to start, it's a startup, lots of business startups, but it's always good to go back to God and make sure that our business vision is in alignment with His vision as well right that's why i love this 2020 vision when we talk about vision it's always got to be in alignment with god's heart and so i think that's what separates us as christian business owners is that we continue to um, seek god for his insight seek god for his wisdom um, rather than trying to do things or business in the way that the world does business uh, interesting, isn't it? And just as you're sharing that, I'm thinking that it must go through the mind of some people. Um, and, you know, we're perhaps talking more specifically about women today. The thought that, well, if I'm going to pursue a business dream and it's going to be about making a profit, uh, sometimes the profit gets in the way of the mission to serve God and people wonder about whether it's right to be pursuing that profit. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you've got a thought or two here about, you know, those ambitions, uh, those dreams that when they are submitted to Christ and his mission, there's nothing wrong with the profit. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Such a good question. Uh, I just believe that, you know, God has called us to a life and life more abundant. You know, the enemy has come to kill, steal and destroy. And he wants us, he wants to mute us. You know, he wants us to be silent and shy away from actually 
be a blessing? How are we able to serve others if we're not able to, um, you know, be coming from a place of overflow? So I think it's a mindset shift uh, that we've got to remember that firstly, the things that we're doing, how we're serving, it's actually part of service. Um, and sometimes people, uh, and, and I work with a lot of um, clients that feel like, hey, can I actually put faith and business together? I mean, can I minister and help within my business? Absolutely you can because, um, you know, as you minister, um, that is a form of worship and worship is a lifestyle. So I couldn't see how we can separate any of that. That is part of worship. You know, we spend the majority of our time in our career in our business we're working every single day so that I feel is a sphere of influence where we can um, share the love of God but also um, knowing that as we serve it's a kingdom principle to reap so it's inevitable that you're going to um, have people um, give and bless you and in that blessing you can bless others as well so the sort of people who are connecting with you, um, I'm interested in the thought about mummypreneurs, uh, which is, I think I picked that up off your website. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you've got uh, connect group leaders, you've got women's ministry leaders, That's uh, right. solopreneurs, uh, business owners, um, people who are passionate in serving others and creating a life that honours and serves God. But, uh, you know, there's a number of those you might like to pick up on, but the, the mummypreneurs, um, those who are trying to raise children, and, you know, yeah. it's challenging, isn't it? If you're going to work full-time, uh, raising a family, uh, all of this stuff uh, just put, mounts so much pressure. But uh, the, the thought of starting a business while you're at home and uh, raising your children and uh, running a household, uh, those sorts of things. Give us your insights here about those sorts of connections. Yeah, look, it's I've experienced it. So I now have a 13-year-old. And when I launched my business, I think she was around, oh, my goodness, like one or two. <laughs> it was... Uh, but, you know, the economy is changing. The world is changing. There's actually so many things we can do online now and actually launch a business, right? Um, I feel like one job these days is unfortunately not enough. And as a mom, we can actually go out there and create a business on the side. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and so that's what I love as well, to help um, moms start their little business on the side. And, you know, I just love it because it really helps them stay um, active and stay um engage with the community and using their gifts and talents I feel is the most important because you know they're serving and they're being a good steward of what God has given them. And where do we go for a biblical foundation uh, for women being excited and entrepreneurial and wanting to pursue their dreams? Uh, there are lots of characters, and you know, I'm I'm thinking of Lydia mm. in uh, the New yes. Testament. Uh, obviously, Priscilla, who was with her husband Aquila, and they were running a business. What of those biblical characters? And that's just some New Testament examples. Lots of Old Testament examples. What are your thoughts on? on you know understanding these things from a foundation of what God has done in women in the past that he ought to be doing today with women in the present yeah i feel like coaching and mentorship 
is so important. And I think of Esther. Esther was mentored by Mordecai. And it's just having someone with you to see your potential, to see your gifts and talents. And that's what's so important. You know, when I was starting my business, I was surrounded with so many uh, business owners uh, you know, they were professionals in their field. They were amazing. However, um, as I was a newbie <laughs> and I was the one launching, I was like, hey, I need someone in my corner to speak life over me, to encourage me. Um, and I was in search for that. So, um, you know, there's a lot of wisdom that you can gain from having an advisor and a counselor. And actually, this is in the scriptures. In Proverbs 15, 22, it says, plans fail for lack of counsel but with many advices they succeed and so that's what I would say you know with like Esther um she had someone she always had somebody with her to speak life over her and encourage her as well what difference does it make um I'm not sure whether I'm working walking on sort of uh, you know shaky ground <laughs> here but what difference does it make because uh, some might say well women can mix with men in business and there can be yes. some level of mentorship and uh, those sorts of you know uh, rubbing shoulders with others who are in business can be a powerful um, motivator as well but is there a special dynamic that happens when you have women who are succeeding in their business mentoring you in your business uh, is there something that you know women to women heart to heart mm. is there some special dynamic there that we should be aware of that is so beautiful. You know, I just already imagine the women linking arms and gathering together. We have conferences every year. And with the first conference we had, we had this, um, you know, example of me linking hands with another lady and another lady on the other hand. And we're like, you know, this is what it looks like to gather together as women. I feel like there's such a different uh anointing or a call or a covering over women. Jesus loves women. God loved women. There is a specific calling over women and specific gifting over us as well. I feel like there's a nurturing side of us. There's um, a beautiful way we kind of, the feeling of being a mother figure or a mother um someone that's nurturing somebody, you know, I think that that's what makes us different. And I know that men and women can work together, definitely. But men, uh, uh, women and women coming together, there's just something different about it. You know, I think it's just the way that we speak to each other and how we can really understand each other's um, challenges. Fidelis, let's get into some practical stuff too, not just uh, the story of how it all happens and the dynamic of women uh, who are working together and encouraging one another to be successful in a different environment, as you say, uh, with an internet world, a digital world connected and not even just not even restricted to your own community, not even restricted to your own nation, but the whole world as well. But let me ask you uh, a few tips here about uh, people who might be aspiring to do something, to pursue a dream and to get into some business. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, great. You know, the tip for that is make sure you're in the right environment. I think of it as 
we being a seed, the gifts and the talents that we have is like a seed that God has given us. But if we're not planted in the right environment, it's just going to um, hinder that growth, right? So you've got to be in the right environment, planted in a community. Um, and that's why, of course, we've got the KW community for that if you're a Christian woman entrepreneur. But just think about, you know, where you're at at the moment. Do you have a community? Um, in Hebrews 10.24, it says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. That's how God has instructed us, right? We've got to spur one another. And I feel like if you're in the right community, there's um, encouragement, there's support. And uh, for KWE, we really make sure you're equipped for faith and business. Uh, there's an old saying comes to mind, uh, you've got to be planted to prosper. And uh, sometimes yes. that's about uh, your geography, whereabouts you're planted. Uh, I guess that might even mean the sort of people you might be planted with as well. So uh, getting into a community, that's a, that's a sort of a biblical thing too. We understand that, don't yes. we, if we're a part of church and we understand something of the dynamic that happens there. So being planted uh, with the, the right support uh, is an important element of being successful. That's right, exactly. And um, having the right people speak life over you. You know, you can just imagine, um, I guess when I was growing up and I had, um, you know, we were in high school, we didn't care so much, right? We just hang out with everybody. Uh, we spend uh, time anywhere we want. But now, I guess, as we grow up and we really understand the, the power of time, we really need to be more, I, I guess, um, have stewardship over the time that God has given us. So spending quality time with people that really speak life and encourage you. And so that's why um, your environment and your community means so much. Is there an accountability to one another that develops naturally when you have that sort of rapport with one another? Because you're meeting regularly, you're inquiring about how one another's business is is succeeding or not succeeding. Um, is that sort of accountability a part of the encouragement process? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Accountable and praying together. Talking to someone about your dreams, right, is a bit of a vulnerable place. But when you're in a place where it's safe and you feel like there's such security in there, you can share your vision, um, you can come together in prayer. Um, and, you know, the Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron. So also not just encouragement, but there's people out there who could, you know, encourage you, I guess, challenge you. Um, with your vision as well and just want to see you grow, right, um, and just spur you on. So that's really great. And I love that, you know, community is supposed to be fun. You're not meant to do this alone. So um, we've got to have fun together. And that's why um, we, you know, at the end of this year, we're having a beautiful KWE um, Academy um, Awards night because that is the end of the year where we gather together to have fun and just celebrate all that God has done in our community. So it's got to be fun. Community's got to be fun. No doubt we'll talk some more about that uh, Academy Awards night. Hey, we're taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Hannah in Oruru in South Australia. Hi, Hannah. Welcome. Hi. Um, thank you. Hi. Hannah, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I guess I'm a mum of four, 
um, and have so many dreams, as you've been speaking about this morning. So I was so excited to hear what you had to say for Dallas. Um, and I guess the mum guilt thing is something that I'm sure I'm not the first person to mention, but, you know, trying to balance um, my own dreams and the calling that I feel the Lord has on my life while trying to mother four kids and be a good wife. And, you know, it's so hard to get that balance. So I was just wondering um, any advice or thoughts on that? Helpful. <laughs> Fidelis, her thoughts here for Hannah? Yes. Hannah, thank you so much for that question. And I feel you, sis. I'm so grateful for this question. You know, um, I I just think of vision again. And, you know, the God's vision for our life, I feel, happens in seasons. So it might be that you might be in a season where it is purely looking after your kids, you know, nurturing your kids. But then God um, in a season, or I guess... Um, you know, in a moment even, would speak to you about, hey, why don't you start this business? Why don't you explore this idea? Um, and, you know, it is something that you definitely want to spend a lot of time in prayer, asking God for confirmation and his guidance and lead leading into where he wants to take you. That's why it's important to have someone like a spiritual mentor or a, a Christian coach that could um, speak life and maybe guide you through that journey. Um, but just, yeah, I guess what comes for me is remember that um, visions come in seasons. So, you know, just asking God, what season am I in? Is this a season of me um, staying home and just nurturing the kids and uh, purely doing that and serving or is it a season for me to take on something new and I feel like when it is a season for that God gives you the resources God will give you the strength God will give you the capacity to take on those two things and he will give you the wisdom on how you can um, navigate that or I guess balance that Hannah any further thought from you awesome no thank you that's so encouraging. I'm finding everything that you've been saying so encouraging. So I just, I really appreciate the talk back and um, the. Hannah, before I let you go, um, you know, you're. I, I, I think you said you you've, you've got a husband and you've got four children. Um, let me ask um, uh, Fidelis here. Uh, husbands in the mix uh, with yes. a woman who wants to pursue her dreams. Uh, some insight here or encouragement for husbands uh, to support their wives, uh, given all of the responsibilities that women carry. Any thoughts here for, for men in this? Oh, great. I love these questions, Neil. Oh, my goodness. So I just want to give a shout-out to my husband, who Hope is listening right now. You know, husbands are so important. <laughs> We've got a partner together, and I feel like, you know, um, when you do have a vision, of course you've got a husband, you are one in Christ. So that vision becomes one as well. And I feel like we come together in partnership to achieve our goals together. And so um, that is also a process in itself, you know, when as God reveals that vision to you, maybe the God-given vision that he wants you to launch perhaps next year, sit down with your husband, sit down with your team. And actually, we, we call our family, we're a team, we're a unit. So we sit down, have a meeting, go, hey, guys, this is what God has put in my heart. Could we pray about it together? Uh, because there's power in agreement. 
there's power in unity, right? So it's got to be communicated and everyone's got to be on the same boat. Hannah, I hope you uh, got something good from that. Uh, really appreciate you Absolutely. taking that time to call in and uh, I hope that's been very useful. And I'm going to give the website uh, for listeners to connect today with our special guest. The website is kingdomwomenentrepreneurs.com. KingdomWomenEntrepreneurs.com. Our special guest is Fidelis Cruz. Fidelis leads Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs. There are thousands around the world who are already linked here. And uh, just in a nutshell here in 15 seconds, Fidelis, because we're about to go to news, uh, how, okay. how do numbers look for people who are connected with you? Uh, how do numbers? Sorry. Oh, so, so how many how many women are there connected to? Oh, we've got around about seven thousand or more okay. connected to us now. So, seven thousand others who are already in Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs, and uh, you might want to check out what they do. KingdomWomenEntrepreneurs.com. dot com. Uh, Fidelis, let me ask you about mindsets. Uh, the sort of things we get caught into. And some might be thinking, well, there's a special mindset for, uh, you know, what has gone before over the past century and things have changed now. As you mentioned, hey, this is an Internet age. Uh, There might be mindsets around being a Christian and uh, maybe even what our church might think of women and whether you should be in business or not. Uh, What do you think about mindsets and women in business? Yeah, mindset is so important. We fight the battles in our mind. If we think, I guess, if we think, if we have, if you can't do it, you're definitely right. You can't do it. It all starts in the mind. So kingdom mindset is something that we really love to um, encourage people on in our community. Kingdom mindset, thinking about God's kingdom. And I feel like in that kingdom mindset, you know, thinking that it's not actually us doing these things you know it's not actually coming from us these ideas these um insights business insights is actually all coming from god and it's all for him to glorify him i feel kingdom mindset is purely surrendering all of those desires and um business ideas to god and allowing him to guide us through the process and I'm um, coming a place of, from a place of humility as well, because sometimes, um, you know, we, I mean, when we're feeling like, oh, I don't, I don't want to show up because I'm too scared. I don't want to launch that business. I'm, I'm too afraid that it's going to, you know, I'm going to make a mistake. It's not, it's not going to work. I'm going to make a, a fool of myself. But when we think that way, and when we come from a place, from that place, it's thinking, you know, it's, thinking about us is thinking about uh, making a fool of ourselves but instead when we come from a place of humility it's thinking that you know what it's not about me it's about the people that I'm serving it's about the people that I can um, sow into their lives I imagine in reality it's not all about uh, rah-rah from the sideline and cheering on your sisterhood (laughs) uh, because with business comes the statistical reality that Lots of businesses fail. So when you are setting out on your big dream to be a success in business and you strike hardships and failure is a part of what you're dealing with, I imagine this is where the community becomes 
even more important because, uh, you know, you can be completely destroyed, can't you, by failure. But if your sisterhood is alongside, what difference does, does that make? Exactly. And I feel like we've got each other to activate our faith. You know, when you feel like, hey, sis, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I'm failing. I feel like, you know, I'm not achieving those goals that I've set for myself. We can um, go back to our ultimate source. We remind each other that, hey, sis, remember, you've got a call. You've got a vision. God's given you that. And so let's activate our faith. And instead of, oh, you know, I can't do it. We We say, hey, you know what? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's what it is. It's activating our faith and having a community saying you can do this and you're not alone in it. What about some stories, uh, stories of women? I mean, you've got 7,000 people who are a part of, uh, you know, Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs. Uh, what sort of stories are there from some of those who have connected and they've seen their business flourish as a result of being a part of this sisterhood? Absolutely. And again, going back to mindset, I feel like that's such a a really big um, aspect of the of the community um, going back to um, being in alignment with God's call, call for our life and I feel like you know as a community when when we go through these hardships um, I just I'm just trying to recall a story perhaps uh, one of my students um, not this year last year's student um, she was having a hard time uh, thinking of a, an idea for her business and uh, she was just giving up. She just wanted to, you know, you know what, I just don't want to, you know, I start something and I fail at it, you know, and she'll try again for the second time and then it'll fail and she'll try again. She continues to do that. Uh, but then now after um, joining our community and being part of the academy, um, what really helped her was having accountability and having someone to guide her through every step of that process and having someone to pray with her as well. So it was um, when you're alone, you can feel discouraged. You can feel lonely in trying to do it on your own. But um, as she started to um, activate her faith again and come from a place of vulnerability again, um, you know, God shows up because that's where I feel God shows up when we meet him with activating our faith, you know, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so at the moment we step out in faith, you just see God move. And we see that over and over again in our community. Um, even as myself, I might maybe use myself as an example as well. You know, I wanted to quit KWE. I was like, you know, I, I think we, we need to shut this thing down <laughs> because I don't know if this is working, right? But I, I need to go back to God and go, God, this is your people. This is your God-given vision. I've got to go back to that. And God, let me be a good steward of that. If, if this is yours, you're going to give us the resource. You're going to put us in places, uh, in the right places at the right time. And, um, yeah, I wanted to quit, but then God just continues to remind me and the community continues to remind me and encourage me. And here we are. (laughs) We're doing so well. Thank you, Jesus. The community began to grow and then you launched uh, the academy, the the KWE Academy, and it's actually a nine-month course and specially designed for women who want to pursue their dream and get into business and be successful doing that. And uh, so a nine-month course, what sort of things do you cover in all of that? 
Yeah, we start again with the mindset, um, kingdom principles about stewardship and really the foundational work of why we do business and how we do business God's way. Uh, we also talk about things like branding. Uh, we talk about PR and media, some practical um, tools on how you can get your business out there, um, even social media. Um, what else? We do... Um, how to nurture your community, how to build your community um, and things like that. So there's a lot that we cover, even financial, um, how you manage your finance in business. Um, all of those different modules are all on our website. And um, yeah, it's great to go through that. But in God's uh, looking through it with faith and through God's eyes as well. Fidelis, what sort of businesses do you think are really flourishing right now? Uh, you know, is this something that happens too within the sisterhood? Uh, you're talking about trends. You're thinking about this yeah. is the way things are moving. Is there something of an insight you can share with any listeners today? Things that are worthy of considering. Uh, things are changing very dramatically. It's a you know it's a fast changing world. New technology, um, AI, all of those things. What sort yeah. of things is there? Is there anything comes to mind that you can share with listeners? Yeah, some things you can look into, you know, maybe if you're good at graphics, like a graph, being a graphic designer or someone um, looking after uh, social media would be really good. We need a lot of VAs as business owners. We're always looking for someone to help us on the back end and to make, uh, make it a lot easier for us. So that is a really great um, industry at the moment. And you can work from anywhere. You can work um, by, even as you travel because all you need is internet and your laptop. So um, being a VA is a, a, a great start. That's a great business idea as well. Um, what else? I feel like um, anything that is online really like organizing, um, call setting, um, uh, or someone to organize your calendar and things like that would be really, really um, needed right now with business owners. Okay, and uh, the price of success, uh, you know, it takes a lot of hard work uh, to be able to succeed and, and, of course, hardships along the way. Uh, what are your thoughts here uh, for women contemplating uh, moving into, you know, pursuing that dream of starting their business? Uh, what do you think, you know, ought to be considered in advance, uh, the sorts of things that you might expect because it won't all be rosy? Yeah. Yeah, it might sound easy, right? But it's not. And as I said, even I myself wanted to quit and I wanted to throw in the towel and just like, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, because it's a lot of sacrifices, a lot of work. Um, you know, there's times where you've got to work till late at night, um, double time and away from your family. Um, so you've got to, um, I guess, be prepared for uh, long hours, be prepared for, even for people that are not going to um, agree with you. <laughs> there are people who also are not going to be cheering you on, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so just be prepared for that. But know that, again, you're not alone and God is with you. Um, and if it's, you know, in alignment with God's vision for you, he's there, he's going to provide. And when you are working together as a sisterhood, or at least you're relating together as a sisterhood, does that actually 
sometimes uh, grow into working together as a sisterhood. That's the sort of, uh, you know, whether it's a partnership idea or whether it's just working together on some sort of joint initiative that might even be kingdom-focused. Thoughts here, whether it's a business focus or it can be a kingdom focus as well, uh, what are your thoughts here for for what happens when you get, get people together and talking and doing joint projects? Yeah, I think collaboration is a really big sign of a healthy community. And we see that a lot in our community. We we see a lot of women gathering together and doing their own thing, you know, even reaching out to each other um, and starting a project together. So we see that quite a lot. And I love it. I love seeing that. That's what it's for. Um, and, you know, I think for KWE, what I really love that we could do together is think of a project together where we can raise funds. So one of the things we're doing is the Destiny Rescue um, this year. We've partnered with them to raise funds um, to rescue a child from human trafficking. So that is so empowering because what happens is everyone is involved. Everyone is part of that vision. And, um, yeah, everyone gets to, uh, you know, be part of that. I imagine that just like any business, uh, at the heart of your pursuit and your dream, when you're thinking through these things and even counting the cost, you might be thinking of how that stewardship might work. Because while you want to make a huge profit, at the end of the day, as a kingdom pursuit and a kingdom mindset, somehow or other there is always this in the back of your mind, what can we do to extend the kingdom of God? So there might be evangelism projects or, as you were saying, uh, support for an organisation like Destiny Rescue because uh, that's what you're supporting as an organisation uh, coming up to yes. your your special dinner that's coming up in, in December. But this sort of thought, it, in, in your pursuit of even launching out, you've got this mindset already in place that has yeah. a kingdom orientation. That's right. You know, as I said, we are blessed to be a blessing. And again, that's the kingdom principle of stewardship. When God gives us, it's not just for us to keep. It's for us to give and to sow in. And again, it's inevitable. It's kingdom principle. When you're sowing in and you're giving, God is going to bless that. And I feel like he blesses us double even. You know, it's cyclical. When you give, you receive. And I just love this kingdom principle that, yeah, that God has given us. And a lot of women listening already in business. Um, For those who are thinking, I'm an aspirant, I'd like to do something, and I can really hear the heartbeat uh, of Fidelis as you're sharing these things. How do you uh, encourage uh, women who might be thinking of pursuing their dream to get a start? I mean, you have, you know, it's one thing to have a dream. That's the next thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I guess to make a strategy and have a plan and then actually take some action on on that to make it all happen. So where do you like to encourage women to start? Yeah, okay, look, pray, pray, pray. (laughs) Pray about it firstly. Ask God, God, is this what you want for me? Is this where you're calling me to? Uh, Make sure you're journaling. I feel like that's really important because you can then track your progress as you journal and really ask God for his insight um, as you start. But again, as as you um, as you start and you go, God, yep, that's what, something you want me to pursue. Um, again, go and grab someone 
that you trust and tell them. Again, it's the accountability that's really important, but make sure it's someone that you really trust, right? And God-centered, God-fearing, and would really speak life over you because your environment is so important. So you just think of it, as I mentioned before, you're a seed and your environment is so important for you to grow. So um, being aware of who you have around you, making sure you're in a community um, and yeah, and just asking God, what is the first step? Uh, if this is the vision that you've put in my heart, what is the first step? And you know what? God will show you. He will send people to you. It's happened to me many times, even with my clients as well in our community, that all it is, as I, as I mentioned, is a step of faith. When you take that step, God is going to meet you and he's going to show you confirmation. Fidelis, what about transition times in a woman's life uh, that might be prime times to move and do something in business, uh, to launch out entrepreneurially, because uh, sometimes there are windows of opportunity, aren't there? And they might come at different times. Maybe it's, you know, maybe not just straight out of school, but out of university or whatever training you might have been involved in. or But then you might be having a family and raising that family and then uh, all of a sudden a window might come when the kids are off to school. Uh, What sort of windows do you talk about? Are transition times in a woman's life that that pursuing your dream and going into business might be perfect for? Mm -hmm. Yeah, look, in between those, while you're looking and you're waiting on God for that God-given business vision, perhaps there's an opportunity of training. Um, You know, take that every single part, even your experiences of, you know, life experiences, business experiences, career experiences, anything that you can put your hand into, God will use that. All those experiences will, um, you know, is profitable for creating that business. That's, that's, I mean, what, that's what's happened to me. Uh, you know, I've had to work as a barista I've had to work as a store manager I've had to work in the office actually worked in a law firm I worked as in admin I did every single thing right but I wondered God why is it that I'm doing all of these things and I've taken these opportunities uh, but you know what everything works together for good and I believe that God uses every single experiences in between as we transition um for that business you know it's preparation there's a preparation even before we get to that launch and nothing's wasted everything will be used for that business and of course uh, when you've got people and some listeners today in very remote and distant communities a long way from anywhere but they do have the internet and so in some sense uh, that's a big equaliser, isn't it? Yes. And even if you're in an isolated and a small town community, you can still do something on a global scale. Have you seen some of those sorts of stories where people who have come from the most unlikely background, the most unlikely geographical location, that they've actually gone on and done well in their business? Absolutely. <laughs> Anywhere you are in the world, you can start a business online. And that is so beautiful, you know, because you get to connect with everyone, you know, and um, again, sisterhood from different parts of the world. It means collective wisdom. It means that you you get to learn from each other. You get to um, listen to each other's experiences and point of view. So I love that because um, when you can build from your from from scratch from your home, just your internet and your laptop, um, you can have a global reach. 
And again, that's our goal, to reach uh, people for Christ. And as we serve in our business and we get to meet more people, we network with more people, it's um, more of an opportunity to share Jesus' love. Now, you've got an upcoming gala dinner in December. You mentioned uh, there's your Academy Awards that are going to be presented on that night. Uh, give us an insight here. It's, a, it's a, quite a big uh, affair that you're running there. It's the gala dinner. That's, is it going to be in Sydney? Yes, it's here. So we're so excited, Neil. You have to come. <laughs> <laughs> if I was in Sydney, maybe, but uh, yeah. I'm not in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> However, but, but, but you know, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, yep, I'm in Brisbane. That's that's okay. Yes. But that's okay. There's people listening to us uh, in Perth and Western Australia, yes. and uh, you know, people who link to you. I mean, getting to your gala dinner that might be uh, a real treat for some. But the gala dinner itself, uh, what, what's planned for the night? Oh, we're so excited. So, you know, this is the first and only Christian Business Award in Australia. We're pioneering this. This is actually our second year only. And so, you know, I, I, that's why I'm excited, Neil, and I've, you know, we've already mentioned we want all of Vision Christian Radio team to come and visit us because you guys are one of our amazing sponsors as, as us pioneering this, um, we need a lot of help. And it's people like you, organizations like you, like Vision Christian Radio, help us really make this happen. So we're really um, thankful for that. We don't take it lightly. Um, the awards is really to um, acknowledge and celebrate the Christian women in business that are doing extraordinary things right they're really making an impact in their community and so we really want to encourage them and celebrate them that they're making a significant difference um yeah that's what it's all about it's a celebration and you know there's nothing like it and what makes it different too neil is that it's not like any other business awards the business awards these days you have i mean you can nominate yourself it's self-nomination but with the KWE Academy Awards, we're doing it God's way. You have to nominate someone, right? You can't nominate yourself, but it's really blessing someone else. And that, again, is a kingdom uh, mindset of generosity and lifting others higher than ourselves. So that makes it countercultural, right? Because these days it's like me, you know, I really want to make myself uh, known and I, I want to nominate myself. But we really challenge, uh, we really want to um, encourage Christian business owners to, hey, let's encourage others. And I feel like that's a, um, it will be like a domino effect. You know, when once you nominate someone, that person goes, wow, I want to pay it forward. And then they nominate someone else. And it's just so beautiful because that's what we've just seen in the last couple of months with a nomination process. So yeah, it's coming up December 16th here in the Sydney Radisson Blue Hotel. Um, everyone's invited. So go check it out. December 16th at the Radisson in Sydney and Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs. And as you say, it's also going to be the graduation time for people who've right. gone through your nine-month academy. And uh, so for particularly women who would like to check out uh, some of the things that are happening with Kingdom Women Entrepreneurs, it's kingdomwomenentrepreneurs.com. That's the website. 
Uh, no doubt you can follow them on Facebook too, and lots of activity happens there on Facebook. Uh, look forward yes. to that gala dinner. And, uh, you know, I must admit, uh, up until just uh, yesterday, I didn't realise that uh, Vision was actually going to be one of the, one of the sponsors for an award Yay! on that night. <laughs> so um, uh, that's very exciting to know as well. Uh, just great getting your insights, uh, Fidelis, and uh, 7,000 who are linked with you all around the world, um, you know, asking God's special blessing on you and the good work that you're doing with women. So that website is kingdomwomenentrepreneurs.com and uh, no doubt there'll be some ways there that you can link in with uh, mentors, get some ideas, be motivated, encouraged. There will be cheerleaders who'll cheer you on if you're getting to get into a point where you're, Dreams are going to be fulfilled and you're moving into business. Fidelis, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you so much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.